we reflect upon anicca, impermanence, in order to help the mind to awaken to the timeless, to the unborn, the undying. Reflect upon dukkha in order to help the mind awaken to that which is completely free of dukkha, dukkha nirodha, nibbana. We reflect upon anatta in order to help the mind awaken to its true nature. To know the Dhamma, to be, to be Dhamma itself, to realize that truth. We use the reflections on Anicca, Dukkha, Anatta to sustain this process of insight, to break the habits that we have of taking what is transient and changing to be dependable, to be solid and real. But the point of it is not to dwell upon those conditioned qualities, but to help the mind awaken to the unconditioned, the unborn, undying, timeless quality of the Dhamma itself. This is one of the central qualities of the Buddha's teaching. It's a set of skillful means, a set of conditions that help the mind to awaken to the unconditioned. That unconditioned, unborn, undying, timeless quality is always here. And Pocha used to liken it to groundwater. The water is always there in the ground. You just have to dig. Dig a well and you find it. If you don't dig, you don't find it. But you don't create the water. The digging doesn't create the water. It merely accesses it. In the same way, our practice doesn't create the Dhamma. It doesn't create peace, liberation simply removes the obstacles and enables it to be known, to be embodied directly. The Dhamma is always here, apparent here and now, ever-present. But we keep missing it because of our preoccupations taken up with our likes and dislikes, our fears, our hopes, our opinions, our worries, our responsibilities.
And when the mind is truly awake, then what's experienced is the eye of wisdom, the panya chaku, seeing the way things are. The Buddha seeing the Dhamma. The knowing mind seeing the reality of nature. Our habitual ways of thinking, call it me and my body, me and my personality, my practice. me and my mind. So it's important that those habits are known, that they're challenged. So whenever the mind forms those patterns of thinking, me and my practice, me and my problems, what I've got to get rid of, what I want to become, what I want to get more of, what I want to get away from. All those patterns of thinking, habitual ideas, they need to be known, understood, and let go of. And that's why we bring the reflections on anicca, dukkha, anatta to mind. Like holding up a, a lens to examine, to look closely at all those habits of creating I and me and mine. Me working on my problems, me improving myself. To notice those patterns of thinking, to challenge them, to see this is just sight, Sound, smell, taste, touch, thinking, arising and passing away. Just form, feeling, perception, mental formations, consciousness, arising, passing away. That's all. There is no thing there. The Dhamma is ever-present, timeless, Non-personal. And in that moment of clear seeing, letting go of those me and mine habits, then that timeless, limitless, peaceful presence is known directly, is embodied, is realized. The more we bring attention to those patterns of thinking, those attitudes, those deeply ingrained ideas, ways of seeing, the more they are known, the more they are challenged, then the more the heart can be freed from them. If they're not known, if they're not challenged, they just carry on. Creating the causes for birth and death, rebirth and redeath, around and around, never ending.
endless cycles of, of habit. Being born over and over again into our hopes and then our disappointments. But if we bring attention to those attitudes, to the eye-making, mind-making, to look at that, explore that, challenge that. In that moment of letting go, what do we find? Purity, brightness, spaciousness, perfect simplicity, every time. It's always here. The Dhamma is inescapable. But it needs to be realized, to be noticed. In some ways it's like the force of gravity the presence of the earth pulling our body to it. We feel it all the time. It has its effect all the time. Ever present. And yet, we don't notice. We don't let the mind be conscious of that. To acknowledge, oh, feel the pull of the earth. Feeling gravity, feeling the sense of weight. We don't bring attention to it, so we miss it, we ignore it. It's not significant, it's there all the time. But if we bring attention to it, it's ever-present. The strength of the bond between the earth and our body, the force between them, we feel it all the time. When you bring attention to it, it's really obvious, amazing that we could ignore it, miss it. But yet most of the day, it passes us by. We're not conscious of it. Like the oxygen in the air, it's always there. You can always breathe. Why would you notice it? It only becomes apparent when the air <coughs> is cut off and we can't breathe. Then we notice how much the body depends upon the oxygen. Only when the supply is limited, it's cut off from us. Otherwise, it's invisible. We don't notice it, even though our very life depends upon it. The presence of the Dhamma is exactly the same way. It's always here. Our life literally depends on it, but yet we don't notice it. So busy with our plans, our ideas, our memories, 
But yet if we look, we put aside our worries, our preoccupations, the Dhamma's here. Sanditiko akaliko, ehi pasiko. Apparent here and now, timeless. Encouraging investigation, leading inward. But it is to be realized by each wise person for themselves. Pachatang viditabo vinyuhi. If there isn't that realization, we miss it. We ignore it. Just like the oxygen in the air or the force of gravity. We miss it. We ignore it. It's not significant. But in those moments that that timeless presence of Dhamma is realized, Notice what a difference it makes. And that timeless quality, that presence, is awakened too. Notice how different you are, how different life is. Let that be fully realized. Let that into the heart in a complete and full way. Let it be known. Let that realization have its effect. The more it's known, then the easier it is to know it. Just as in listening to the nada sound. Again, ever present. If you listen, it's always here. If you ignore it, it's as if there's nothing going on. Not there, not apparent. But the more you listen to it, the more obvious it is. The Dhamma is the same way. The more the mind awakens to that timeless presence, the more obvious it is. How could it not be apparent here and now? 